Welcome back, everyone, to our new segment for Down for the Count under one of our many, many shows that we are rolling out for y'all now because sometimes we get tired of talking about pro wrestling and old-ass white men. Uh, welcome to Nerd Corner, our own little center of the multiverse where we talk about everything nerdy and everything that goes with nerdyism. Uh, we got me, we got Tiff, Nicole, Rico, and Don. We're going to talk about some stuff. San Diego Comic-Con was this weekend. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that dropped there. A uh, couple of trailers that people are very hyped about. How TikTok is actually trying to come together and when it comes to Wakanda Forever and to honor Chadwick Boseman. We got Sandman coming out on Netflix. We got the next phase of Marvel movies, the next phase of DC movies. It's a lot. So get a snack. Grab your Superman pillow or whatever you use. <laughs> this is going to be fun because I've actually, I'm like really super hyped about some shows and movies that are coming out. So what are we going to talk about first? <laughs> okay. So since the ones that I have are really small, we're going to talk about those first. So GTA, if you guys are gamers, which I know some of you are, Nicole isn't, and we love her anyway. So <laughs> there is... A there's a new news. There's new news with GTA. Now we all know GTA 5 has been out for years, okay? And I like the game, but I'm ready for some new blood. And we have been begging, okay, begging for a female protagonist in GTA. And they finally are gonna give it to us. So the leak came from Reddit and it says Bloomberg Rockstar Games has overhauled its workplace culture and Grand Theft Auto 6 will also feature a playable female protagonist for the first time. She's a Latina that is one pair one of a pair of leading characters and they are influenced by Bonnie and Clyde. And here are some more Grand Theft Auto 6 details. The working title is Project America's. Main location is in a fictional version of Miami and its surrounding areas. The game will evolve over time, adding new cities, and the game world is already large, more interior locations than the previous GTA game. So this is a massive game that they're getting ready to unload. Now, do we know a timetable as to when this game is going to drop? No, because if it was going to drop within the next couple of years, it would have been introduced at Comic-Con at some point. But we still have a little wiggle room because they still have the video game conventions that they can start up, and they probably might do a little bit of walkthrough and shit there. But the good thing is there's a GTA 6 on the bubble, and we get a female protagonist. So, yay. Fine. Yay. Because I'm sorry, but we got to play a dirty-ass Nico for four years, and then we, <laughs> we had to play as Trevor and Franklin. What was the other dude's name in the last GTA? Trevor, Franklin, and Michael. Michael. It was Michael? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they was all dudes, and some of them had a real little dick syndrome. And we just, uh -huh. just want to mix some shit up. And one of them was super fucking high all the time. Trevor. Trevor? Like, yeah, he was... He was chipping balls 90% of the time. Trevor Phillips Industries, but he's so F. I can't. <laughs> so, shout out to Rackstar for finally giving us a female protagonist. And if it's a couple things we're getting because they're based off of Bonnie and Clyde, that's cute. I'm that's really, actually really I'm cool. Ready. That's cute. I want to see 
what the game is going to be about, the whole campaign. I want to see it also. I'm excited for GTA 6. All right. Now, and, and then uh, all I'm going to say is she better be a thickums. If that bitch is skinny, I will be upset. She's going to be skinny. You might as well prepare yourself. Oh. No. I mean, this I is going to be. Either, I mean, either way. I'm not a big Grand Theft Auto fan. I'm more of like the Saints Row girl. I know people are like, well, Saints Row, I don't give a shit. I like Saints Row more. Shut up. But like, this is going to be great <laughs> because like, not only are we getting a new GTA game, which I might actually play this one, but like, we're also getting a new Saints Row game. And like, just from like, if you guys have not played the boss, like make your own boss simulator yet, it's very, it is very basic, but like shout out to like Deep Silver for like their character customization because holy shit like this is just basic and this is what they oh. given us and the only thing i ain't like was i had to we have to do a little trickery with the skin and i don't like that well it's hopefully by the time the game comes out it'll be a little bit better but they got it's like just the stuff you play with it's actually really fun and like just some of the stuff that they kind of give you in the create like the make your creative boss thing where it's like you're already seeing like some of the gangs that you might be going up against like there's one that's like horror like monster movie inspired you got like a lot of like mariachi stuff that goes with like day of the dead sugar skulls you got like a lot of like indigenous jewelry and stuff in there and i'm just like damn i am ready for this game i have been wanting a new saints row game for like it feels like decades now. Yeah. I just I can't wait to play. Yeah, this so they game. went off the deep end with the last one. They had a lot going on with aliens and you could fly and shit. And um, I was like, I just I just like being the leader of the gang. So mm-hmm. if y'all could if y'all could just give me that back, that'd be really great. <laughs> I'm I'm just excited. I, I'm excited. I'm excited. And then you got God of War coming out soon, Ragnarok. And I'm I'm this is a great time for video games, I think. Very much so. So we'll have more gaming stuff next time, but that was one of the things that I really, really wanted to mention because I actually really, really love GTA. I used to play it all the time. Now, let's go into TV. So Sydney Sweeney is she plays Cassie on Euphoria. And she there's an article out with Sydney Sweeney and she's talking about her pay and how much money she makes in terms of how she's able to live in Hollywood at this present moment. So recently she bought a new house. She bought a new house with like $3 million for the house. And she was, she had an interview and she was talking to someone and she just was like, they don't, they don't pay Hollywood actors as much as they used to. They don't pay us like that anymore. And I, I, I kind of brushed past it at first. And then I went a little deeper into the article to read what she was talking about. And she was just like, from the time that I have to pay like 3% to this person, 5% to that person, 10% to another. And then after that, I'm supposed to live in like Los Angeles so that I can continue to work. She's like, I have to take these brand deals just to keep, so I can keep my lifestyle up. I was just like, huh. So you're not getting paid 
enough. And she's like, I don't have enough. I'm not getting paid enough to take six months off from work and not be compensated like that. Like she said, that would kill me financially. She said, the amount I pay to my publicist on a monthly basis is like the cost of a mortgage. And she has to pay her publicist monthly. So you're paying your publicist thousands of dollars monthly. It's a monthly fee you're paying to your publicist. I thought that was very interesting. She just was like, actors just don't get paid like we used to. And I was like, well, okay. So let's 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 play devil's advocate here. Considering inflation and everything that's going on. I mean, you're by yourself, you're one person. Unless you're living with your entire family, I don't think a $3 million home was a smart purchase, especially when you're young like um, Sydney is. In my opinion, I would have just bought a condo outright with a nice doorman or got a nice apartment in LA in the highest part of town. You know, instead of buying a big dumbass house like that, I mean, am I wrong? You're not. I mean, no, no you're not. So I have some issues with that. This, my one issue is like, so like, are you saying this because you're trying to get more money for next season? Cause just say that. I have no, I, I, I think that's very, very odd that she's like completely dumped her whole financial Like her I financials in the article, that's so odd to me. It really it's is very. Odd. I remember I it's very odd. It's very like gauche. It's just it's not a good look. Whoever her publicist is, they shouldn't have let her did this or did this because it doesn't look good. Yeah, like she said, it was in a recent. It does interview. not look good. I don't know where what what who she was being interviewed by. But I she mean, said who let her I'm I'm it was I'm Hollywood so, like reporter. who let her like who let her take that interview? I, I don't know, but she okay, so she got this is what it says in the article because I want to make sure y'all have context before. No, I read off. the article, that's what I'm saying. Like I read the article. I just I just mind boggling, like again, and it's this just, is just so she really, said for so for for Don and Rico and Alexis. Because Nicole's, she's, she's already up to speed. Okay, so it says that Euphoria, the Euphoria actress has been cast in her first superhero blockbuster in the next upcoming Spider-Man spinoff called Madam Web. However, in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Sweeney said that her success has not affected her financial situation. She said, and I quote, I want to have a family. I've always wanted to be a young mom. And I'm worried about how this industry puts stigmas on young women who have children and looks at them in a different light. I was worried that if I don't work, there is no money and no money to support, no money support for kids I would have. She continued, if I wanted to take a six-month break, I don't have income to cover that. I don't have someone supporting me. I don't have anyone I can turn to to pay my bills or call for help. She said they don't pay actors like they used to. And with streamers, you no longer get residuals. The established stars still get paid. But I have to give 5% to the lawyer, 
10% to my agent, 3% to or something like that to my business manager. And I have to pay my publicist every month. And that's more than my mortgage. She said, if I just acted, I wouldn't be able to afford my life in LA. I take deals because I have to. So she has a couple of brand deals that she took, which was, um, she's one of the faces of Armani. She has a brand deal with some beauty company called Mew Mew. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's, and, yeah, it's Mew Mew. It's a um, fashion house. Yeah, so she she was talking about that. I thought it was odd because I feel like a lot of celebrities take brand deals. It's not a new nuanced thing. It's something that happens a lot. Most celebrities have acting gigs and brand deals. That's normal fare for you to be a celebrity. So I just, I just was like, well, if, if the money is not coming in, then you have to work within the confines of your money. If you know you're making $15 million and you're spending three of it on a house, that doesn't seem like a smart purchase, in my opinion. Unless your whole family lives in the fucking house, there's no reason Which for I'm, you. Honestly, I'm pre- I wouldn't be surprised if they do. I mean, if they do, fine. You know, th- yeah. that's cool. But I, even then, you don't need a $3 million house. Not, not, not unless you've got like 30 family members and everybody's in their own fucking room. Like, you don't need that much of a house. Especially see, if they're not contributing and you're paying all the bills. See, the, this is this is the thing that gets me, and it's part of the very slippery slope. Like, because when people when they want to become like actors or singers or some sort of entertainment uh, or whatever, they mm-hmm. automatically think they're going to get paid the big bills. Mm-hmm. Sydney, she's a great actress. I think she's going to do great in her career as she gets older. Because I think Euphoria is her first acting job, like her real main acting job. I've never no, she's acted before. She's been in like quite a few things, but it's just it's never. This is her major breakout role. Like she was in, she was in Hands May Tell briefly. Mm -hmm. She's been in like certain different like indie movies. What is that show? It was like on, it was like on HBO or Stars or something. And it was I, like I, some big ass family and they were super religious. Were they a cult? I've never heard I don't of know. her. She was in that point. show. Um, uh, yeah. So it's like, this is like her first breakout. Like she's been like booking shit for a while, but that was her like breakout. Okay. Her big break. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I don't like the idea because you see this happen and this could just be the old fart in me. But like I don't like it when all of these like young actors or musicians they go out and the first thing they want to do is they want to spend a whole lot of money. And I get it you want to live in Los Angeles cuz you're in your early tw- you're in your 20s, you're a hot new star, I understand that. But three how how much did she spend on this house? It was three billion. She spent on that house. Billion? Million. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, my bad. No, like I, I, I never understood that. It's like, yeah, it's it's great. You're in like a very hot show right now. Y'all got me hooked on Euphoria, and I, you know, I went back and I watched it. It's really fucked up, but it's actually really good if you want to watch it. Um, I don't, I don't like it when I see like, like any kind of performers who go out and spend this much money on a house because the problem with Hollywood is you're here today gone today 
That's true. And it just, mm-hmm. it weirds me out because sometimes you see celebrities and I even like celebrities who have been around for a while, like actors who have been around for a while. Some of them do live in very lavish mansion-like houses. And then you see some of them that live in like a house that I live in or that your mom and dad live in, or they just like, it's very inconspic- incons- in- inconspicuous. Thank you. That's the word my brain's decided not to let me use. Um, you know, it's just <laughs> like, like you could live in a nice neighborhood with like that's like behind like a gate with like security that's one thing you know you could do that but some people are just like yeah this is my house yeah i but and then they take the house and they use their money they like revamp the house that's cool i don't like the idea that like all this girl just spending that much money and i'm not trying to say it to be like oh she shouldn't have done that you do you whatever but you gotta look forward to the future honey like um, I just, and I'm with Tiff. I, um, I'm with Tiff on this. Unless you have people living in that house, first off, why the hell do you need a house that fucking yeah. big? That's what I was saying. Like, I'm just like, if that's a lot, that's because I remember a house. Because you would remember watching MTV Cribs. Yeah. And it's like the hot, it's like the hot rapper, and he bought like a 26 room house with like, and I just use that for an example. Like Cisco was, a, I remember Cisco. For some reason, oh my god, he had that those like that big hit, and then he like had this multi million dollar mansion that had like fifty six rooms, That's and it's awesome. like, why do you need fifty six rooms? He ended up like, selling that house. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, like, why why do you need this big of a house? And I guess she's like, I want to be a young mom. That's great, but do you have a steady partner? Have you been what with killed- them? What killed like, me about MTV Cribs though was like, <laughs> what's he that shit? the most modest houses. JoJo was a big star at the time when they did her um, MTV Cribs, and she had a regular I ass house. I love JoJo. I uh, love JoJo. Fucking Red Man house looked like some hood shit. <laughs> and Red Man, like Red Man, Method Man, like rappers who've been around for a while, they have like the kind of like most of them have like studios in the house and like all that kind of stuff and then you know, right, man. He don't. No. Well, just saying but like i'm just trying to remember like from like what we, we see it's like unfortunately when you're a celebrity and you're a big time celebrity you kind of lose that anonymous way of like being able to go to the fucking movies and watching a movie like without being you know recognized so they have to have like theaters built into their house honestly it just sounds like a very sad existence now that i think about it I mean, but, it can be, but you can always rent out a movie theater if it's that deep for you or go really? incognito. Yeah, like, yeah. But what about the paparazzi before you show up to the movie theater? Like, yeah. Kardashian well, I mean, it's just like, is she with somebody? Has she been with someone for a really long time? Like, does she have a boyfriend? Does she have a partner? Does she have someone who she's talking about being a, a, a mom? But it's like, you just bought, a, you just bought a $3 million house. Like, me and me and my husband we bought this house we bought it for like well i'm not gonna we bought it for a good chunk of change but now it's gone up and it's like this this is fine because it's just room for the three of us the two pets and our crazy ass friends that come and go and the like demon child that we're fucking raising right now but like uh, but no, I, 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 I just don't right. get it why hey, be nice to Odie. 
I, oh. I said demon child, not demon dog. There's a big difference. The demon no, child. I, I, mean, I, get, I, get, I get the money situation because you're like, you got to plan for the future, right? That's right. fine. And I understand like, she wants to be a young mom, but she didn't say anything about a partner. She said she wanted to be a mom. So more than likely, she wants to do that on her own. And she knows that she has to have enough money to do that. All that being said, my thing is live a life of that you can live where that is in the cards because there's no way for you to do that if you're spending the cost of a mortgage on a publicist. That is a lot of money. And this is nothing new because this has happened to how many times have we heard stories about people in the music industry? TLC is a very good example. Those girls got signed to that contract when they were very young. They didn't have someone read it for them. They took it at face value because that girl was just like, oh yeah, I won't do anything to fuck you over. At one point, they were the highest selling girl group in R&B of all time. And they were they were having fucking chapter 14 bankruptcy. They were the highest selling girl group, period. Yeah. Over across all genres. And they still are one of the, the top selling girl groups, period. They're it's not the only weird. one. New Edition was on tour and they asked went back to the projects and got paid a dollar. What was what's that documentary that I highly recommend? The um like the boy band experiment or something like that, where they have mm-hmm. like where they talk about Lou Perlman and they have members from the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC on there talking about like all this stuff. And I think it was um, it was in sync because JC was saying this. They had just had like their European tour, like all across Europe, sold out like crazy fucking, you know, whatever. And so Blue takes them to this big old dinner. It's like steakhouse dinner. And they're all excited because they're like, we're going to get like super ass rich because they're like, I'm still living with my mom at this point. You know, we're, we're, we're trying to keep in our house, you know, like they're like, this was going to be our big break. They open up the envelope. Each guy only got a thousand dollars. And I don't know about y'all, but if I'm the one out here busting my ass, doing shit, performing, singing, dancing, and I'd be tearing off your fucking limbs. Like, don't you? You only paying me a thousand bucks. Like, and then like, I mean, they could sue them, which they ended up. Some of them ended up doing. Yeah, and they, they, but it takes that take a lot of money and a lot of time. They either. This is why a lot of artists want to stay independent. They don't want to be signed by a label because once you sign by a label, the label controls what you do. But the thing about the artists of today and the artists of the past, the artists of today have more options and they're smarter. Take um, Saucy Santana. He just got signed by a label. Real talk, he did not have to if he didn't want to. Okay. But I get why he did because Saucy has to distribute his own, his own shit. When you're an independent artist, you have to do everything. You have to make sure your shit gets circulated. You have to promote it. So you have to pay people for that. Once you get to a certain status, if you can get to the label and be like, this is how I move by myself. What can you do for me? It's on the label 
to then provide you with the service. And that's exactly what they did, which is why he signed with the label he's with now. And now he don't have to worry about having to pay for the 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 movie, um, not the movie, but the, the music videos or to pay for his tour or get all that shit together because the record label has departments that handles all of that shit. So now all he got to do is worry about the creative side of his music and making sure he can put on a decent tour. And he can be scot-free. The headache of being an indie artist is no longer on him no more. That's the difference of the artist now and the artist back in the day. The artists now have the choice of being sought after. The record labels are no longer the bait. They're the ones who are trying to catch the artists. And they're smart. These, these dudes and these girls that are coming in are very smart. They understand marketing. They understand how to promote themselves on social media. They understand that shit all too well. And what's baffling to me is that an artist who is older is not looking at what is happening with these younger artists. You're resting on the fact that you've got fans, which works for you. I ain't lying. And I ain't taking that from you. You have fans. But you could garner more if you would work with the younger artists and see how they move. You could make your own shit pop off again. But you're too busy being stuck in your own arrogance. So all of that shit plays in together. You have to understand how to move. I kind of have to agree with Nicole here. It does seem very left field that she would start talking about her finances in public because that's not a normal conversation for a celebrity to have. And it does kind of seem like she's bucking for more money from the euphoria or whoever is the ones who pay her. It does seem like, well, you know, I'm like one of the most sought after actresses. I'm the most talked about, but that's a means for you to negotiate behind the scenes. You don't put that out there like that and make it seem like, you know, you're being paid pennies, you know, you kind of have to move a little different with a little bit more tact, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, so, so weird though. Like, yeah, I, I think it's so just weird. very odd. Obviously, this isn't like a conversation. Um, like, obviously, like there's been conversations about obviously pay discrepancy between um, actors and um actors and actresses in general, which obviously this is what she's doing. She's talking about her pay in general but it's also it's like if you're paying your um publicists and shit basically a fucking mortgage then they should then how come they aren't negotiating you any and then all negotiating to you more money huh. and so on and so on i think it's very odd and I, I know I would feel some type of way if I was like one of those things that worked for her. I was like, bitch, if you don't want to pay me, I'll get, I'll find a new client. Right. So that's what I thought was so, oh, this movie is available. I need to watch it. So that's why I thought it was so weird for her to like, just like make those comments. I think that she's angling for more money Um, because you think about it like, well, they can't really like complain about like how much Zendaya gets paid because she's also an executive producer. So she right. has like more responsibilities than like any like anybody else. I do think um Alexa Demi slow a uh, low key gets paid 
more than we think she does, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised by that. But also the same thing, like Alexa Demi, like, again, like, Hollywood's new favorite vampire has been in the game for a very long time. Has she been, like, a household name or notably famous during obviously majority of that time hell of fuck no but she has been in industry for a while um Uh and my thing is and it's like you're so worried about providing like you got the girl you got that old ass boyfriend slash fiance he ain't putting up no money for nothing oh not old ass boyfriend no i mean he he is old he's like he's in his 40s ew yo yeah look him up yeah look up her fiance he looks like and like they like again like again i'm not trying to comment on what's life but they look gross next to each other like he looks like a dad oh no i don't want to look that uh, up oh no 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 i'll do it hold on so my thing is it's like again it's very odd okay it's very odd not only that and then it's like not only it's just awkward like it's so awkward why just say you want more fucking money i don't know don't buy this house just rent like just buy a condo that's what i was saying where where does euphoria like that's the thing too it's like going where does euphoria filmed at is it filmed out in in la i want to say yes I mean, not in LA, but it like specifically, but it is filmed in California. Yeah, I'll check the group check. What? So, um, what? that is the grown ass. So man. again, and that's not, and she <laughs> doesn't even necessarily. That's what I'm saying. Like he, he. So your man, because I'm pretty sure they're engaged. <laughs> oh, I'm not mistaken. He she looks like he's dropping her off at school. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like that's um, a whole ass grown ass man. Like, where's his money to contribute to the household? So they my say thing she did is, this interview and didn't have her her engagement ring on. I, ooh, I don't know. I don't care. Go ahead. I problems. mean, I would divorce his ass. So too. my thing is, it's like, so like, what are you doing? So it's like, you don't necessarily, and this is like with some type of young Hollywood, because everybody, like, because again, this is like a very, like, I think like a very, like, age thing. You don't have to live in LA, girl. No, you can live in Anaheim. Your ass can live in um, Vegas. You could live in Toronto. Oregon, Portland. You could live. You could live in Atlanta. You don't necessarily. Yes, like I feel like everyone's like, oh, like LA for bookings and stuff like that. LA is slowly not becoming like again like LA and like Hollywood always be like them but there are so many like other acting ports yeah in cities that are in such like that are in such a huge like uprise hell Cleveland is one of them Mm -hmm. yeah like there's a very short pipeline like yes again like that's where essentially like a lot of the agents are but you could still live in like a good like area uh, ooh, yeah, just fly out to LA in acting and acting and then acting area live in toronto toronto is such a i think so toronto is like the second largest 
Honestly, I wouldn't live or in LA actors, if you fucking or like, paid me. So, yeah, I would never live in LA. Or you could have paid no, me. Her no, ass no. could live in... I mean, New York is just as bad on... No, it depends on where she lived at in New York. If she can live like in like us- a decent... She can live in like a decent borough. So that's what I'm saying. Like, she's choosing... Like, you don't have to have to live in LA. Mm-hmm. You're you're choosing to LA because it's like the lifestyle and stuff like that. Like, if I was an actor, like, my ass would not be live. I will live in Atlanta. But there's so many studios. There's so many studios there. So much stuff going on. Um, and it's also, that's kind of like, how I know a lot of wrestlers, I think it's the same thing for the wrestling industry. We can end it quick. Like everyone, it's like, well, I think there people are starting to step away from it. But regardless of where you're signed, everybody lives in Florida for some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That for is a some damn. reason, everybody lives in Florida. I yep. saw I saw Goldberg in the fucking airport at like four o'clock in the morning one day. And then like, come to find out he lives like on the outskirts of Tampa. Like a lot of celebrities now, look, look, if y'all want to go to LA, that's fine. That's fucking fine. That place though, it gets old real damn quick. And my one friend who lived out there for over a decade, I don't even know how the hell he did that. But like a lot of these actors, if you notice, they're trying to go like a lot of them will live in the they're middle of nowhere. They're going to like West. They're going to like yep. Arizona. They're going to Texas. They're going to like yep. they're going places, to places like that. They they're can- moving out. They're yeah. getting, they want privacy because LA has, and it's, you know, and one of my friends had, my friend who lived out in LA had like the perfect like theory about this shit. He is saying because all these YouTube stars. Yep. And, and those influencers. influencers and it, they yep. think it's tacky now. It's tacky it living. Yeah. It's because, tacky. Well, here's what he was saying because here's what he thinks because a lot of the times you would have people like when he would he worked in a retail store i really don't want to give away much of his information because again i don't want to get him his ass in any trouble um a lot of the times celebrities would come to the stores and it's not like every celebrity calls to be like i need this target shut down because i need a pair of jeans some of them would just come in there Real incognito. I mean, he said he's walked past so many damn celebrities and he didn't realize it till like three hours later when he was home and he was like, damn. But like, um, they would just walk in incognito, would never even be fucking able to tell it's them just trying to live their best life. And then there would be some idiot who would call TMZ or would call the paparazzi. And the next thing you know, people who are just there at Target to get their shit are being hounded by fucking uh, paparazzi and TMZ and shit. Like my friend works security and retail. And he said the amount of time his job was, was to basically strong arm paparazzi out the door of the store that he worked at because California is weird. Like, I think there's a lot of like, they're trying to push this thing where they're trying to ban paparazzi altogether because too many people are getting caught up in pictures. And I think it was like someone's kid, like not even a celebrity's kid got published in like some news rag and they got pissed off because, you know, now their kids out there and it's just like, you know, why the fuck are you stuck? Like pink said that they had paparazzi stalking the school that her kids go to. And they would sit out in the, this is so creepy. They would sit out in the cars at the playground, taking pictures of her kids. Like it's, it's anyway, getting off topic. Um, 
a lot of these influencers or a lot of these celebrities now or the YouTube people, they will actually call fucking paparazzi to be like, I'm going to be here or so-and-so is going to be here at this time at this location. And the next thing you know, you're at the farmer's market just trying to buy some fucking cucumbers. Next thing you know, you're getting mowed down by paparazzi because some influencer who got famous for some fucking reason is there. And he, he's like, it's not, it's not as classy as it used to be. That's what he said. Well, it's, it's, they're just stupid. They're stupid fucking kids with a lot of money. Like, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> if I was Sydney, I wouldn't be concerned about living in LA. I would get my ass up out there. Or well, I would find a place that was reasonably priced that I could have to house my family. I really wouldn't be trying to live the life, you know, like it just sounds like she's trying to live a life that she can't afford. And if that's the case, then we need and to And that's what I, because I saw a tweet of someone, because like, I don't know if the universe is aligned like this, but I saw a tweet before I even knew we were going to talk about this, like way earlier today, or I guess yesterday since it's past midnight, but where someone was like retweeted the story and they were like, now is she saying that she can't afford to pay her bills or she can't afford to live a lavish lifestyle if she were to take a six month break? Like, what is she, she really afford, saying here? I think she can't afford the lifestyle. It's just the yeah. lifestyle period. And I'm like, well, live the lifestyle you could afford until you start making more baby. Like, it's not hard to understand. I think, I think the younger generation, I think Alexis is right and Nicole is right. I think the younger generation has a skewed view of what being a Hollywood starlet really means. Nicole said it earlier that most rich people don't spend their own money and she's 100% correct. They do not. They usually live off the interest Wealthy of the money that they have. people do not spend their own money. There's a very specific distinction. So we're... Yeah making money and you put your money in a particular type of account that account will accrue interest because it has a certain amount of money in it and you can go ahead and live off of that interest you don't even have to touch the actual money in the account if you're not if you're spending money faster than you can make it then there's a problem you need to have a better accountant honey because he would tell you tell you until you start making more money. Somebody is not advising you properly. And I feel like you spending $3 million on a home and it's just you and maybe like your siblings and shit, like that's a lot of fucking money, bro. Like that's a lot to spend on yourself being a young star like that. And you're getting ready to do this new movie with Madam Webb, which you, you haven't taken off for six months. Which is odd. That's an odd thing to say. Like, I can't afford to take off for six months, even if I wanted to, because of the life that I live. And I'm just like, well, you, you're working on another movie. I mean, and Euphoria is no. not coming back for another year and a half, right? When Euphoria comes back, they would have. It's coming been like 2024. Working. Yeah, so she's already going to be filming. She's going to start filming next year. So. I honestly no, but like I get what she's trying to say. I imagine that the conversation was about euphoria taking this long hiatus. 
And she took it to, well, I couldn't afford to take off for six months, even if I tried. I have to have brand deals and I have to have this because of the lifestyle you live in LA. No, that's the lifestyle you choose. Okay. And I think that's the lesson you're going to have to learn on your own. But we poor. These sound like rich people problems. And we don't got that, baby. We we don't don't worry about my broke ass for a hot second. Jesus. I do know one thing, though. If all of us came into the kind of money that she had, I don't think that all of us would be living above our means. One thing you learn about, one thing you learn when you have to struggle some days is you learn how to make a dollar stretch and you ain't trying to live Mm -hmm. beyond what you have, okay? So I think think your biggest deal, Sydney, is that you got to learn how to not put on so many airs. Because it seems like you're trying to put on for people and you're trying to do all this extra shit that you don't have to. You can be a celebrity and still live a normal life. It's what you choose to do. Oh my God, she actually is Cassie. Yes, what did you think I meant? I... No, she's no, she's actually like Cassie. She's actually her character. Oh Jesus! Think about it. Uh, if I had her kind of money, I would send my ass to wrestling school so quick. Right. Oh, I would Lord. show up. I would show up at the Nightmare Factory with that kind of money. I would get my house paid off. I would get my tuition paid off, and then I'd have money left over from my fucking bachelor's degree. I get a brand new car i get daryl the truck that he wants and then the rest of it goes into a trust fund for harley until she turns 18 and then she can decide whatever the hell she wants to do with it we're going back don't worry because we're going to go into the movie and then alexis is going to talk about comic-con and we're going to talk about all of the stuff with that so Mortal Kombat has been on the bubble for quite some time and they finally have came up with a deal with the director so apparently the director is going to be who it originally was which is Simon I don't know how to say his last name so I'm not going to mess it up I'm just going to say Simon M he directed the first Mortal Kombat and he is on board to direct the second Mortal Kombat the plot and all that good stuff for the movie obviously has not been released. And it's going to be a minute before it comes out, but it at least got its director. It still has its budget. So it is going to be pushing forward and we will get another Mortal Kombat. They bet if The Miz is not Johnny Cage, I'm fucking out. He's not going to be Johnny Cage. He's <laughs> not going to be Johnny Cage. Like, who else could you get to play Johnny Cage? A lot of people. Nope. Not yeah, I'm not no, gonna. I'm not I, gonna no. lie. Like the Miz is not the most qualified for Johnny Cage. He's no. definitely gonna have to do some working out because I don't. I don't want no dad bod to be Johnny Cage on the big screen. I mean, I, mean, I like Miz's I think it's very cute. He's no, got he's got a cute dad bod. I mean, he well, really he's does. happy with it, so that's good for him. He goes no, he she ain't the lucky one. He's the fucking lucky one that Maurice is the one he goes home to. Like, let's get this fucking. I mean, listen, listen. If he was able to, I didn't say that. I just said Maurice is happy with him, so I'm happy with him too. I don't have nothing to do with what he go home to or what she go home to. They got nothing to do with me, baby. 
Miss has got to play Johnny Cage. I mean, it would just, it would be, it would, I think it would be fucking awesome. And it's like right um, after that movie dropped, right after that movie dropped, he fucking like photo manipulated that picture of him to look like Johnny Cage. And I'm like, yes, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. No. Listen, no, Linda, he, yes. He doesn't no, have to be. Linda. It doesn't have to be him. Whatever. They can find somebody else. <laughs> I'm just, I'm excited. Make it Matthew I... McConaughey. Give it to no. him. Give it to him. Not Matthew McConaughey. He just get <laughs> high and get naked and play bongos for the entire fucking time. Like, all no. right, all right, all right. No. <laughs> well, like, well, he does the split and like dick punches somebody. I, yeah. I'm actually, no, I'm actually looking forward to the to this new Mortal Kombat movie. I really like the second one, or I like the first one. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like, you know, we all, listen, anytime it's a Mortal Kombat movie, this shit ain't winning any Emmys. Let's just be straight up honest with that. But it like, was, it was okay. What? It could have been better. It was, it I, was I, okay. It was okay. Like the, the new the, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, when did we get on the set? No, my, like, my thing like stopped and I could not hear anybody and I was like hello 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 yeah um we're, we're talking about Mortal Kombat 2 coming out yeah we left um Sydney where she was we left, we left her and her three million dollars apparently on a, um apparently and um apparently she needs section eight so we left her in a wick line um <laughs> So I'm I'm good with them making a second Mortal Kombat movie. I didn't hate it. So my main complaint and my one friend told me I was nitpicking. I was like, no, I'm fucking right. Is that it was called Mortal Kombat and there was no essential Mortal Kombat. I have to agree. There was no Mortal Kombat. They should have they should have said titled it Origins or something. Yeah. And then this new one could have been called Mortal Kombat since they're gonna effectively actually have Mortal Kombat My, during yeah. this um during I'm, this show or I'm show more... movie. The the so first all, we, all we did was talk about the director has been added to Mortal Kombat. And it's who's the, the director? director from the same one from the first I mean, he's going to direct the second. They low key, it was even the directing, they need a different script writer. Yeah. That's well, I don't problem. know if they got a new script writer. I, That's where they need to figure some shit out. The direction was fine. The movie looks great. The movie looked great. That script was not good. I, I, I think that, that script was a mess. I'm just wondering what other big characters, because, I mean, they already came out with, they got Lu, they got Liu Kang there. You could have had Kung Lao, but they decided to fucking kill him off. They love killing like, Kung Lao, because I watched Kung it. Lao. For some Maybe reason, I watched two animated ones because I was watching a whole bunch of Mortal Kombat. Because you know, like a lot of the um animated stuff is on there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched two animated and they fucking killed Kung Lao. I said, "Why? Why does everyone keep killing him now?" Because, because I actually saw this. I saw this YouTube video and it made sense why Liu Kang is actually one of the most hated Mortal Kombat characters. And it has, and I, I'll, if I find the link, I'll send it to you guys. But basically, they're talking about how Liu Kang is basically the Mary Sue of Mortal Kombat. How yeah. he is, he's the he's the chosen one. Like every trope you could think of, they throw it at him. He's the chosen one. He's the savior of the multiverse in Mortal Kombat. He's this. He's that. 
and it gets to the point where people are so sick of their hero being perfect is when you just want to take like walk over to Shao Kahn be like give me that take his warhammer and just beat him with it not even like to death just be smacking him a few times with it because it's so That's over why... and played it's he's yeah, too everyone. perfect he's too fucking yeah. perfect and he's already introduced in the first movie they got to bring in Shao Kahn that's why everyone's like favorite version of Liu Kang is when he's a fucking zombie. I didn't even mm-hmm. like it. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're yeah. dead and he's still getting top billing. Y'all ain't shit. I think they should kill off Liu Kang more often. I do too. Oh, God. I think let's off with I, his head. If they have another final fight like they did with Scorpion and Sub Zero. Like they did at the end of the first mortal, this new Mortal Kombat uh, wave that they're doing. That I will die on this hill. That fucking Scorpion Sub Zero fight. That's the shit I've been waiting for. Like that was fucking rad. I I love Scorpion. I used to like me. I used to just man Scorpion and like annoy the shit out of my brother. <laughs> but like. Okay, okay. No, I I thought that that was really cool, and I mean, it's like I, the Mary Sue fan stand-in that they had. I don't even know who the hell that guy was. I liked how it had like that added like when like it was like showing nobody was safe because like Sub Zero froze this guy's wife and their daughter. And it's like this, I was like this is not like the watered down Sub Zero. This is like the asshole Sub Zero. And then it, it was based, and then like someone was like, it was just two ninjas fighting each other. I'm like, yes, sometimes you just need two ninjas fighting each other to have a good movie. Like, what is so wrong with this? Not I will has, say, I demand justice for my homegirl, Natara. Oh, fuck Natara. I, I demand justice for my girl, Natara. Okay. She deserved better than to get killed like that. <laughs> She went seconds. out badass though. Like she got Wait, the fuck I mean, she did. I don't remember. She was like, know. she was killed she within the, seconds. Uh, she got the Kung Lao spinny hat of doom death. Sure. Oh yeah, well she deserved it. That's what she got. <sighs> Apparently, she was like supposed to be in the movie more, but the girl who played her got injured, so they had to Ooh. they had to kill her off early. Oh that's that's why. But she was one of my favorite characters in fucking Armageddon. I love Natara, and she deserves. She can her. still be your favorite character. She's just gay. <laughs> no, I will not stand for it. Justice must be served. Natara fans stand up. Natara stands. stand up. We are strong. We are brave, and we will it's fight. Just you, you the only so one. Go. You the only. Stand. I will die on this hill alone. Rico, Rico. <laughs> What? Rico, Rico, Rico. I gotta ask you something. What? Okay. Do you like Melina? No. I love Melina. Okay. Is so, she my favorite? No. But I love her. Because I read this article and it seems so stupid, but it was like, I don't remember the full thing, but it's like, why do gay men love Melina so much? Because she's slutty. Yeah. <laughs> Is she? Yeah, yeah. That was like in the in the before Mortal Kombat Nine, and like we're talking like the original lore of Mortal Kombat. The reason why Melina was always dressed more provocatively than Katana and Jade Mm -hmm. is because she has the Baraka teeth, 
and it was an overcompensation of it. So she would use, she would reveal more of her body while keeping her mouth closed because from her teeth were always an insecurity of hers. Oh, so yeah. Melina's always been a gay icon. Gotcha. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Gay men will pop for gay men will pop for anything slutty. Awesome. Okay, that's good to know. I hate for the gay men watching this. I hate to. I hate to like expose y'all asses like that but it's true just admit it and move on but melina was never my favorite she, i love her but she was never my favorite my favorite is fucking scarlet eh. scarlet and frost frost is my bitch i like scarlet she's got that um that blood point that shit is fucking dope i love i Sinel. liked her better when in her original like when they first introduced her in mortal kombat 9 the fact that like they did this whole thing of like oh she's like a she was like a, a construct created by Shao Kahn that was created using the blood of enemies. And like, hmm. she can like absorb the blood of others to heal herself. That was like, that shit is cool. Like she's completely made out of blood. Like that was awesome. But I'm not mad at the way they retconned her in Mortal Kombat uh, 11. I was like making hmm. her like a blood, a blood mage. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I wonder if they're gonna have Aaron Black. I love him. Fuck Aaron Black. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That man is not interesting. In Mortal Kombat X, he literally had nothing special. He's literally nothing special. I'm sorry. No, shut up. He was cool. I like Aaron Black. I mean, he looked cool. Go cry over the split pieces of your vampire, bitch, okay? Like, Oh, man. Well, I'm sorry. At least Natara has tenure in the Mortal Kombat universe. Aaron Aaron Black is just some rookie who looks cool. People like him because he's a gunslinger. No, that's all he is. Natara could not stand next to my girl. She could never stand next to my girl. Fuck you. Which girl? Sindel. Oh, Lord. Well, yeah, that's Sindel. She's like head bitch. Trying to make Natara stand though. to Sindel is like trying to make fucking Tegan Knox stand to Charlotte Flair. Well, she can't stand because her knees are fucked up. <laughs> her knees are fucked up. <laughs> oh, y'all need to go to hell. Yeah, you're the one who continues to hang out with us. I, I love y'all. <laughs> I do. Not y'all exposing well, my like my inner Immortal Kombat nerd. I thought I had that tucked away. Like safely. Oh no, baby. It's gotta come out at some point. Well, mm-hmm. since Donnie, Donnie didn't have a chance to be here for the whole part of the show we was talking about. I'll let him round out Mortal Kombat. And if you wanna talk about Sydney Sweeney and her money stuff, you can. And we'll just move on money, to the don't jiggle, jiggle. It, oh. it's we'll just, move on to the San Diego Comic Con after that. That's just poor decision making. You need to do better. It's nothing wrong with a condo at your age. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But as far as it's for the combat, as long as at some point we get a Chronicle movie, I think I'll be. Well, they got to bring Shao Kahn in for the next one. I mean, they pretty much they got to they got to do something. Before. Don't let it drag out too long where we don't get Chronica. Oh, not Chronica. Yeah, yeah man, you got to. Oh, yes. Fuck, fuck that man. bitch. It's so evil. It was just such a good moment. Oh. <laughs> so extra. She did. She's taking it. 
<laughs> oh my god. Justice for Cetrion. I love Cetrion. Oh, because she oh, she's a mommy issue ass bitch. Okay. Yes, and I love her for it. Oh, there god. are so many movies that was released during Comic Con. 90% of them was Marvel. You had John Wick 4 got a trailer. Um, I saw that um, Black Adam had its trailer debut. We saw the new Shazam trailer. Can we talk about Black Adam real quick? Not because of Dwayne being in it, but because of something that I absolutely just fucking finally love about it. Hold on on to it for one second. There's only one thing that I wanted to get off before we start talking about that. And that was that this weekend, well, last weekend, Nope came out and it came to the box office. Nope. Um, let me make sure I have my stuff right. Nope is another Jordan Peele uh, mm. movie, has to do with UFOs, and it's got Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kalia in it. It debuted at the box office, and if I get my shit right, it made. It debuted last week, last Friday, and it made $44.4 million at the box office. Most of the critics that talk about Nope really like the movie, but they say that it has a nuance to it that a lot of people probably aren't used to from Jordan Peele. Overall, it has a pretty decent um, love for the movie. Rotten Tomatoes has it at an 82%. Um, from from the critic side, as far as the audience is concerned, it's at a seventy percent, but it did fairly well at the box office. And Jordan Peele always finds a way to knock it out the park. So, congratulations to Jordan Peele and Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer on a success with Nope. So, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Mm-hmm. And now Alexis can talk about all the Comic Con shit she wants to. We're gonna start with Black Adam first. Okay, so Black Adam is basically this is The Rock's baby. For like, he's been talking about this movie for years. It got subsided with fucking COVID. And now it's finally coming out to theaters. Like, Rock is very, very hyped up about this. And I, there's, there's one thing, because I, I really don't follow like Black Adam in the comic books, but um, there is one comic book character that. I do know of in this because I'm going into this completely blind. Okay. Like I have when it comes to a movie that I want to see, I don't look up like I watch the trailers, but I don't sit there and nitpick the trailers. I don't watch any of these fucking spoiler videos or the breakdown videos that people come like, let me just enjoy the fucking trailer and get hyped. Okay. There in the trailer, he's fighting a DC hero known as Hawkman. And I got really excited when I saw the casting of this. Because the origin, Hawkman, Hawkwoman, Hawkgirl, that's all very fucking confusing. We don't have the time for me to sit here and talk about that. But their origins are based in ancient Egypt. Now, the last time I read about Hawkman, the Egyptians were influenced by aliens that came down here, gave them the technology that made, you know, that period of Egyptian history very, you know, beyond belief at that point, because it's still stunting on people to this day. Unfortunately, a lot of the time, even though this basically has like Egyptian background to it, Hawkman has always been portrayed as a white guy. 
And when I heard Hawkman was going to be in here, I'm like, oh, Jesus, here we go. But then I saw Hawkman in the trailer, and it was not a white dude. And that made me so happy for some fucking reason. I, I don't know why, but I'm like, okay, DC is kind of like, yeah, we're not going to have a white dude coming out saying that he has an Egyptian background. We're going to fix this shit, like, right now. And between that, the fight, Black Adam looks really good. I'm not getting my hopes up for it, but it doesn't look, it looks, it doesn't look that bad. Now, if The Rock can actually act in this movie, that would be even better. So, yeah, I said it. I said it. <laughs> I mean, no sure. one's going to argue with it here. Like, we all know that man cannot act. Yeah. He, I mean, you're a great guy, Rock. You're a great guy. Don't get me wrong, but you, you've been building this movie up for a really long fucking time. And it's kind of been making me nervous. So I think he'll do fine. I think he's got enough of a cult following they'll go see it um but the one trailer i do want to talk about wakanda forever i cried i fucking lost it it's the song and it was it was it was angela bassett when she said i am queen of the most powerful nation in the world i've given my family and I just, I was just like, oh shit. There, so there's. She said, Have I not given my all to you? And I was like, damn. Like, you better tell me. <laughs> like, the whole thing is just, I mean, out of anybody to fucking go, why did we have to lose Chadwick in 2020? Out of anybody, why did he have to go? Like it, this movie's gonna be hard to sit through because there's no reason to it. We we know he should be here, and that's what I think that's what's gonna hurt the most because they had the cast of uh, Wakanda Forever at Comic Con, and they came out, and the girl who played Suri, she couldn't even make it. Like as soon as the trailer started, there's a video of her. And she looks up and she just sees that picture of T'Challa and she starts losing it. And everyone's like, oh, she being mad because she's not looking because she turns away and people are like, oh, she's being mad, disrespectful. And people are like, she's fucking crying, dude. Like, shut the fuck up. And then like the whole cast got there. Leticia, right? Yeah. And then the the whole cast like they start crying because they can't they can't hold it together, and they all like hug each other and they just start crying and it's like damn man like you know they all acted their asses off they're like if this is the last Black Panther movie we're doing we're acting our fucking asses off in this one, and there's okay. actually um, I'm excited for Namor because he is actually one of Marvel's oldest villains and heroes. So I'm excited for that. I'm like, it's so cool. Like they're going to show an underwater birth. Like I didn't even, like when I saw that in the trailer, I was like, oh damn. Like they're going deep on this. The Atlanteans look fucking amazing. Oh my God. 
Marvel's really been like, you know what? DC is now catching up with diversity. We're going to give you fucking diversity. And it, it's just that fucking trailer, man. I'm like, Jesus. I get goosebumps just thinking about it. And TikTok is actually trying to do something amazing. Um, I put it, if I saved the video, I can't find it now. But as soon as I find it, I'll post it on our Instagram page. And um, now in the in the movie, they're showing um, in a, the comic books, they mention that when you mourn in Wakanda, you wear white. So that's when they're opening up and you're seeing everybody wearing white. That's them honoring T'Challa. And so they're all like the creator is getting this great idea that everybody like, you know, we wear certain things. Like if we go see the movie, you know, we're honoring Chadwick for everything that he did. Like this is our chance to say goodbye to him. And he came up with these amazing ideas. And he was like, you know, cause um, the, I don't want to mispronounce anything wrong, but he's like the different cultures that are represented in this movie, you know, do this way, dress this way, you know, make sure you wear like your good fits like all that kind of good stuff. And I was like, you know what? We need to fucking spread this shit because yeah. And they're making it where everybody across the board because oh. the um, the man who's playing Namor, oh, I can't think of his fucking name right now. The actor, he is of um, Hispanic heritage. And so that's, yeah. And that's why if you look at the Atlanteans, there's like Mayan and, uh, Mayan and Aztec uh, looks to them. And it's like they're saying, like, it, I have to show the video, but it's so cool. And I love this idea. And people have been like spreading this shit like wildfire. And it's, I think it's a great thing. Like, if TikTok can actually pull off one good thing this year, let this be it, you know? This movie, we, this movie is going to be great. And there's rumors going around about because at the end of the the end of the trailer, you see someone wearing the Panther suit. Now people are saying that's T'Challa. A lot of other people are saying that it could be Surrey. It could be uh, it, like they're throwing the names out there. And one person mentioned it could be Angela Bassett, who plays the Queen. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Because you see it at like where she's standing by the water, she's wearing all black in the trailer. And I'm like, you know what? That would make perfect sense because this woman really has nothing else to lose at this point. She's gonna go down defending her kingdom. And I'm just like, you know, this would be perfect because when the original X-Men movies hit, they wanted her to play Storm which I think would have been a hell of a lot better casting than Halle Berry. But that's my opinion. But I'm like, you know what? I agree. I wouldn't even be mad because like when they wanted her to be Storm with the Mohawk. And I'm just like, damn, we could have got Halle Berry as Mohawk Storm, but we, or not, we could have got Angela Bassett as Mohawk Storm, but we got Halle Berry instead. With the bomb. Ugh. What's your name, B.O.B.? So they calling you Bob. 
but just just oh my god that that there's there's so much cool stuff that came out of san diego like there's a new shazam trailer like that movie's actually that very trash I'm, I'm sorry it's actually a good movie that looks it's so not, stupid to me the, the first one was not like groundbreaking but for a superhero for shazam, movie, it wasn't that bad. i don't like i don't i'm this is very unpopular because this is also why i'm not like a huge fan of the ant-man even though i really like scott lang and i like paul rudd's portrayal of them it's just go- it's just like goofy in the worst possible way it's also why i don't like the guardians movies you don't like the guardians movies? no wow i can i can relate with that because they're not I don't my like favorite them. either she don't it's, like it's just too it's too much to me in the worst possible way yeah i feel like and i also guardians don't, of the galaxy, I don't, tend to don't necessarily like anyone involved in the guardians like i don't like zoe saldana i don't like chris pratt um, I'm not like a huge Bradley Cooper fan either. Um, I mean, Vin Diesel Cooper. only says I am Groot, and I don't know that that what's her name like Palm Palm something like you know she's never she's like not in anything else. So oh, it's Mantis. like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's coming. That's coming to an end soon. Um. Shazam's just a goofy ass movie. I mean, Daryl really liked it. So, I mean, I'll watch it with him, but probably like wait till it comes streaming out on DC first. Um, oh, God, what other trailers dropped? The I, one that Harley really liked was the I Am Groot trailer because he's getting a little mini series on Disney. Plus. I mean, a lot of cool stuff came out of, of Comic Con and uh, like. I'm gonna be honest, and this is gonna be controversial. I ain't never seen one goddamn John Wick movie. Me either. I have. I have. I. I, Everyone's like watches it, and I'm just like, I have no urge to watch. To this day, don't understand how John Wick has gotten so like this. He's on. It's like what John Wick four, and I have not seen any of the movies. I just know that at one point someone killed a dog, and he went on a spree. But I don't know how they turned that into like a four movie series i mean they took fast and the furious which was about cars stealing dvd players and made that into what their 10th 11th movie that is now they don't do that they're not even <laughs> fucking driving cars anymore they're fucking government like spies at this point they're driving like tanks in antarctica or something like that now it's like what the fuck happened to this movie i've actually seen almost every single fast and furious movie because my brother was obsessed with them when we were younger so we watched every single one when it came out in theaters my last that's a trip the last one i last one i watched was too fast too furious that had that pink honda s2000 with the fur oh suki was that bitch i wanted that car so fucking bad Literally, the fact that I was so obsessed with her character and that car should have clued all my family in that I was gay a lot sooner. Like, oh, that was such a cool-ass car. And I love that opening scene when they, when they go on the ramp. Mm-hmm. And then she, but then she fucks up the car, and I'm like, damn. And you know that, what? Sir, that you know cry. what? That's the price she pays, because the other two men who were making fun of her, they got theirs. Mm-hmm. They got theirs. One, he one crashed his car. And the other one didn't car, even As he should have. Exactly, pussy ass bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said um, it, and I'll do it again. There's just a lot of stuff coming out. There's a lot of uh, Marvel. Okay. So Marvel has 
is basically saying Wakanda Forever is the last of phase four, and then they're moving on to phase five. And it's kind of given us teaser about the beginning of phase six as well. Uh, I don't, you know what? I don't realize how well, much Marvel out with the phase five lineup. I don't realize how much Marvel shit can come out within the span of a year and a half. Like, holy fuck, man. Can I just... This phase five lineup is really, really strong. They start out... They start out with Ant-Man and the the Wasp and the Quantumania, and that comes out on the 17th of February. Secret Mm. Invasion is coming out on Disney+. Plus. That's coming out in the spring. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 comes out on May 5th. Marvel's Echo comes out on Disney Plus in the summer. I'm actually excited for that one. Loki's second season comes out on Disney Plus on the summer. The Marvels comes out on the 28th of July. Ironheart comes out on Disney Plus in the fall. Blade comes out on November 3rd. Agatha, Coven of Chaos is on this on Disney Plus, comes out in the winter of 2023. Daredevil Born Again comes out in the spring of 2024. And Captain America New World Order comes out on the May 3rd. And the Thunderbolts is set to round out phase five. That comes out in 2024 in July. Captain America New World Order comes out on May 3rd in 2024 and daredevil born again comes out in the spring of 2024 you know the only ones in the first phase of the fantastic four the fantastic four is supposed to be the first phase of the first film of phase six so that's why that was announced yeah so the only ones that i'm really excited for is for echo um i think he's you guys need to read up on echo and daredevil like He's fucking amazing. Um, Blade, I'm actually kind of excited for, but they need to do one thing. And I know Wesley Snipes will never fucking do it because I know he wanted to replay Blade. They need to cast Wesley Snipes as fucking Whistler. If they haven't done it already, they need to do it now. Because I think that would be fucking perfect. I don't know if they'll do that. I mean, it would just make sense because like, Blade is Blade does not get the the first Blade movie does not get the flowers it fucking deserves because if we're going to be honest that should have been the movie that kicked off the Marvel Cinematic Universe like no offense to anything well, that technically came it did. well technically they say they claim it does it did. like they okay. yeah they do say like the obvious it's not part of the continuity but they it is it's the first yes I watched oh. that movie. I love that fucking movie. Oh my god, I love Blade. Like, I just I think if, if they made Wesley Snipes Whistler, I think that would just that would be great because just yeah. But I know Wesley Snipes was mad because he wants to replay Blade, and I'm like, look, I loved you, man. You were a great Blade, and Ooh. you were off your rocker in Blade Two, and you were really off your rocker in Blade Three. <clears throat> every single one of those damn movies i own every single one of them damn movies and i watch them on repeat but man you 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 don't look like what you used to look like 20 some odd years ago okay like no offense dude but when you were blade you were and now you're like half that what the Mm. fuck happened (laughs) 
But I just, I, I'm, the only ones I'm excited for are Blade, Echo, and Thunderbolts. I know that sounds really shitty, but that's the only ones I'm really looking forward to. Mainly, that makes me wonder who the fuck's going to be on the Thunderbolt. Hmm. Eh. So much shit happening. My, my and I just God. want everyone to send out a quick prayer to the CGI houses that will be exploited throughout Jesus this process. Christ. Is anyone yes. else, and I've I've mentioned this to you guys before, does anyone else feel like they're getting oversaturated with fucking just Marvel? Not necessarily I mean, because I mean it's a lot going on, but I feel like it's it's a rhyme or reason. Like I don't like again, and also like I don't cons- I feel I don't feel obligated to consume when I don't want to. Like yeah, like that's, for that's like, how I feel. Yeah, like I don't like. Yes, there is like quite a few projects, but I don't feel like obligated that I have to have to watch it to know what's going on. Like again, like I watched Moon Knight. I did not start Miss Marvel. Um, I honestly probably won't watch it to be completely honest because I tried and I was like, this is too like Disney Channel for me. But then that's why a lot of people liked it. So again, I'm I'm not that target audience. And I'm okay with it, but I can know what's going on. So I don't, like, yeah, there's a lot of, but I don't feel obligated to watch it. Watch what I don't. like. I never watched No Way Home. Yeah, because that's like, you know, that's not, that's not for you. But that's the same thing with, like, Thor, Love, and Thunder. I'm not, I'm probably not. I mean, I will, I might watch it eventually, but I don't feel obligated to watch it because I'm not, like, I'm not, like, a huge Thor fan. Like, I don't care. And that, and that's not to like be mean or anything. Like I don't care. It's like I just rather wait for some shit that I really watch, like Shang Chi. Like I really loved. I like. I was like, okay, this is for me. Like this is shit yeah. that I like. Like I love a kung yeah. fu. I love like I love karate movies. Like I've always like loved Hong Kong type films. Like perfect for and me. And the fine everything else too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then everything else. It's like I, I don't really care. Like you know, good for them. I'm glad like people like it. Um so on and so on like I don't like I did not like that Loki show I thought it was terrible it was again it moved, I'm a very slow no I just I thought never it was stupid it, so. I, I literally thought it was fucking stupid and it relied on people and I feel like it relied a lot on um how people are like obsessed with Tom Hiddleston and it's not me trying to dog him but it's like the Jeez, whole your words like carefully the whole but the whole like the construct of time and how they try to explain it makes no sense it made nothing about how they were trying to explain the multiverse made no fucking sense but then you watch doctor strange and they're able to conceptualize it within like 15 minutes but loki had what like six episodes and nothing made fucking sense about the multiverse not a single fucking thing made sense that was my issue they summed it up in Doctor Strange in like less than two minutes. Hey, so the world we're living on now, guess what? There's more of these out there in this place called the multiverse, which means if you don't pay attention at homes, it means someplace in time in one of these fucked up planets, you are Captain America. Like that's the best way to Yeah, explain. literally. And that's and that's all I need to do. Like I felt like I I don't know. I just don't like it. So no, I don't think it's like 
like an extreme amount of context i don't feel obligated to have to try to um, consume everything and that also they don't make you feel obligated that you have to consume everything like they're very yeah. like structured like this is this type of genre if you like it you like it you don't you don't like that's fine and then that's how i feel like they're really good at like dividing like okay this is what this is this is what this is so there's like some for everybody so I don't necessarily care. Um, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to watch what I'm going to watch. Like, I'm obviously going to go see Black Panther because I'm, like, very invested about that. And I love the first movie. Um, will I see Quantumania? Probably not. Um, yeah. Well, I probably, honestly, I'm not going to watch half that shit that's in, um, that's in phase five. I think a lot of it sounds great. And I think it's going to be great storyline-wise. A lot of stuff that I probably will watch will probably be like the Disney Plus stuff, like Secret Evasion. I could get, I know like how you're, I love how you're excited for Echo because I'm like the complete opposite. I could care less about Echo. But I do want to see Daredevil though. So again, it's like one of those things, like it's like, you know, like it's a toss up. It's like, you know, like we have this, we have that, we have this. There's stuff that I see. I mostly want to see, um, what's those motherfuckers? Fantastic Four. I love Fantastic Four. I specifically love Stu Storms. I just love, I think she's like a great character. I love Sue. Especially in the comics, I feel like she's just like a good, like she's, I feel like she does not get the shine that she deserves. Like she's just like super like just, she's solid. Like she's just like super solid person in general. Like I love, like I absolutely love, love, love Sue Storm um very underrated um comic book um hero very 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 underrated i think she's amazing so like she's i'm excited to see the that of fantastic four yeah really like is. i love i absolutely adore her like i love that so i'm excited for her like i'm excited for i'm excited for king dynasty because i really like that comic run which is funny because it's like one of those things like a lot of comic book fans aren't of like a fan of that series and i love it i gotta reread it I, gotta I really liked it so I'm excited for that so that's what I'm saying like I'm excited for like Kang like Kang Dynasty like Kang in general but I'm not gonna watch fucking um Ant-Man Wasp because I don't care about them I don't care about nobody in that movie except for Scott Lang and I can't I can't strive this enough like I legitimately don't like anybody else in that movie besides him like in that series besides him if you guys have never heard of any of these characters like the Thunderbolts or Echo Please, 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 you can look them up. If Echo, I cannot stress this enough. Echo is fucking badass, and I love her. And my friend Jared's going to kill me because I cannot remember that run in Daredevil that she was in. But she's fucking amazing. If you want these books, go to your local comic book store. Do not feel intimidated from going and get these books. You will, it's, trust me, they are worth the fucking money. Yeah, and also Born Again, um, Daredevil War Again, which is like a really, really great run, um, which they kind of was season three, sort of. I, I never watched um, the original Daredevil. Please don't fight, fight. Please don't fight me, Jared. Um, but I never watched the original Daredevil. <laughs> so like, it's kind of so season Not three his name was kind of was kind of born again, but kind of not. So I'm really glad that they're doing this run because I feel like they can go so many ways. Because I think, um, 
in continuity, if I'm not mistaken, I feel I think Matt Murdock was blipped. <coughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think from he what didn't he make a mention of that in Spider Man? I think he, yes, I think he was blipped. So, so I think that's a great because that's also and that's um and Kingpin wasn't so that's obviously how he was able to you know build his empire again um after it was like you know like almost like completely run down so i think like that born again like storyline pertaining to that yes because he was blipped and karen and foggy were not apparently my thing i'm really karen and foggy were not blipped yeah so literally he was like out of that group which i think is like fascinating he was like the only one that was blipped apparently i i I mean they they say see like uh, phase five. I mean, they're not talking about the blip anymore, but TV shows they still can. Yeah. I am curious about Thunderbolts. I love this team, and I love it. People are like, they just want to be suicides. Oh no, it's not. No, it's not. You guys have to read Thunderbolts, and it's like I hope they have my favorite character. If they do not have Songbird and fucking Thunderbolts, I will burn Marvel Studios to the ground. This yeah. is. Not- as your own wow. she's so well no because her backstory is so <laughs> cool like she came she like literally ran away from home and she became a pro wrestler and then she had oh. like augmentation done to like she either i, I have to read read Thunder i Balls thought they now. were talking about bringing her in i hope they do because i love her and it's like you know how we i just said sue storm's the heart of fantastic four songbird is the heart of the thunderbolts because in like almost she's in almost every single lineup of them and she is like a trained pro wrestler and she like has this harness where amplifies her voice where it's like she's like black canary but it's so cool because at one point her harness got damaged, but she managed to absorb it, and then she could do it organically. And Wasn't I was like, "Someone else cool. is a um, what's that bitch? I can never because it's such a stupid name, Titania <laughs> or whatever that girl that's that villain that's in She Hulk. Yeah, she's like a pro. She's a pro wrestler too. Mm-hmm. My God, representation. And I think she actually is like she will like wrestle in X. I think Jamila talked about it like briefly. <laughs> um. I wonder who they get to teach her how to take bumps. I'd be very interested in that. That, that would be cool. Um, she's at the port. Like maybe she showed up to the performance center and they kept it like low key. I, I mean, oh, I'm gonna be surprised. That would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's just like stuff like that. I don't care. I'm more so excited for the Avenger movies. I'm excited for Secret Evasion because I'm. I want. I can't wait for them to release a trailer because they said it was Please. very like a very. They said it was like a very dark crime thriller. And I think Are that's they, something ooh. that they do very well. Secret Invasion in the comics. Chris, okay, Chris, Secret Invasion in the comics were really good too because did I spoil? Well, the book's been out for a long time. Y'all need to go read it. Yeah, Jesus but, Christ. Yeah, you can go read it. Um, spoil that shit. But it's like it came out that for years, the scrawls, the shapeshifters from, Ms., from Captain Marvel, they were infiltrating like the like they were infiltrating earth and they had actually kidnapped a lot of the heroes and like put them in this prison cell that like no one could find but they were like adapting into normal society to the point where some of them forgot that they were scrolls and they really thought they were the heroes that they were portraying and it's real funny because at one point in the comics 
um, the Avengers team at the time, they went to uh, Japan because the hand was doing something at that point. Electra was the hand's leader. It's very complicated. Again, go read the fucking comics. And uh, at one point, <laughs> this is my favorite comic panel of like all time. At one point, Electra's fighting Luke Cage and she said something like, you don't have the balls to take me down. And like Luke Cage like notices something's different about her. And all you see in the next panel is Luke Cage's foot in Electra's crotch. And like everyone <laughs> stops biting. And there's this one ninja whose eyes are just like bulging out of his fucking head. Like, did he really just kick her in the crotch? And come to find out that Electra had been replaced by a scrawl. And Luke says something like, Yeah, I knew it was her because the way she fights, that's not how Electra fights. And it's really, it's really, really cool. It drags a little bit but towards the end. It's so cool because the scrolls are basically on like this religious crusade or something like that. They're fucking and insane. It's it's crazy because <laughs> the, the queen scroll impersonated Spider Woman, and then Spider Woman had a solo mini run for a while, and she was dealing with the fallout of everyone like thinking she is a scroll queen and all this. And she does this great speech, and she goes. God loves you and Nick Fury standing right next to the Avengers. He's like in front of like Cap and Thor on his side. And Fury looks at her and he goes, yeah, well, my God carries a hammer. And I'm like, shit. Yes. <laughs> and then they had this huge, it's, it's fucking crazy. I really recommend go reading it. It's got so many twists and turns. They did Hawkeye and Mockingbird so fucking dirty in those books. Oh, I was ready to fucking fight. And it, it, it's crazy. Like, it was actually, like, one of those Marvel events that's like, okay, I have to read, like, everything that has to do with Secret Invasion. Please go read these books. Please go support your local comic book store. Like, please, 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 please. Just, oh, God, I can't wait for that. Like, I know they're probably going to none of my favorite characters have been adapted yet. Because most of my favorite characters are part of the X-Men. Well, they're coming. I think that blank, like Nicole mentioned it, because there's that blank spot right before Fantastic Four. Yeah, I, think that's I mean, they're be coming, but I'm like, they're going to use, they're going to use the basic characters. They're going to use the basic characters that I don't really care for. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe, maybe. I don't want to fucking mean, relive fucking Cyclops and Jean Grey all over again. I've had my fill of them. I mean, you're we're going to like, but yeah. you know, it's not <laughs> going to be like when this. is when is it dust time to shine when are so they gonna unfortunate, adapt so dust? i know i i'm one of those people i don't like i get in arguments with um black nerd twitter all the time because i don't like scott summers it happens no, at least like once Summer. a month i don't like scott um a lot of people do apparently um black um, bird, black comet love well scott summers in the movies and the comics are very different yeah so that's like so that's where I'll give him the leeway. I still don't like him either way. I don't like him. I will never like Scott Summers. I only like um Jean Grey when she's possessed. Can we um, get a decent dark phoenix movie? Why is that so fucking hard to do? So, I'm not gonna get so, one for a minute. Well, it's gonna be at least a few years. Have we to need wait to, a little bit for that. And we will have to yeah. wait for a very long time um yeah but and again it's like one of those things like i'm not like a huge fan of sty and 
Jean Grey, but their relationship is a very integral part of what makes X-Men X-Men and their dynamics and stuff like that. So in hindsight, like, you know, it has to be a thing. It's got to play out. Yeah, it has to play out, has to be a thing because their relationship is like how Sue and Reed's relationship is very integral to Fantastic Four and their mythos and their dynamic and just how they go about things. It's just as important for um, that. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I will play devil's advocate for them for that. I, mean, I, I guess I see that, but I'm just like, a lot of my favorite characters, the characters I resonate with aren't the ones who in the comics get a lot of shine. Like Dust is one of my favorite mutants in X-Men. And I feel like in terms of like, I feel like especially nowadays too, like she would be such a useful character to portray being like a Muslim woman who chooses to like, you know, dress like a Muslim woman I feel like that could be a very like a good character to have and I feel like in the comics it's all she also has like a very interesting arc mm-hmm. especially when you dig in more into her backstory and she's always been one of my favorite characters Jubilee as well Psylocke too like I love these characters so much but Justice they never really get Psylocke Justice oh my god don't get me Psylocke. started I could go on a whole rant on Psylocke but I'm not going there today not today oh my god not the today. nerds are screaming <laughs> be quiet <laughs> this is the nerd corner we are taking over the Psylocke I love Psylocke um I love Nightcrawler and no offense to the guy who played Nightcrawler in the new X-Men movies, but like Alan Cumming played Nightcrawler to a fucking T. I loved it. I loved him. I loved him as Nightcrawler. Kurt Wagner is one of my favorite X-Men. And it's just, ugh, I love him so fucking much. And I just want the best of him. I just want the best for Nightcrawler. And really- fucking Pixie too. I love Pixie. <laughs> I'm not, I, I, want, I know Colossus is kind of in with Deadpool, but I love Colossus. Like, he's just, oh my God. Uh, there's another Deadpool coming out, too. I'm I excited about that. But there's they, another one. They, I, I, I love Ryan Reynolds. I'm glad that he fucking is so behind Deadpool in the movies. And I love the fact that after the first movie, he literally walked off set and drove home and the Deadpool costume and people were like dude you need to bring that back he's like no technically I paid for it so it's mine now (laughs) I love Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool because that's the only other character he ever plays Mm -hmm. in every other movie he's just Ryan Reynolds (laughs) I'm I'm excited I think now that I don't want to say like the X-Men are home but like I think Marvel will be able to do more. I think like now they'll be able to do more with like I want to see more of like Mystique and Nightcrawler and Rogue talk about their family dynamic. Like I want to see that kind of shit. Like work that in somehow. You don't have to make it the whole movie, but like if you can't uh, put it in, like at least if they bring Mystique, Mystique they better not kill her mom. every movie. <laughs> <laughs> But, that bitch always then, getting killed. And then, for the, <laughs> and then for the 90s babies, there's X-Men 97 coming out, which is going to be a continuation of the 90s X-Men cartoon. That I did. 
so here's an editor note here because um I'm in editing, getting ready to post, and I'm listening to them talk about John Wick 4. Um, after I mentioned it, I had to go dark on the podcast a little bit to get some stuff together in my home. And I didn't hear them talking about John Wick till I came back. I will not tolerate no John Wick slander in my presence. <laughs> I, that's, that's not happening. Um, I love Keanu Reeves. He's one of my favorite actors. Hands down, I love Keanu Reeves to death. I love his, his, um, his movies. They are my favorite, some of my favorite movies. I just love him, period. And I will watch pretty much anything that he does, as long as it's not something like super sappy. I will watch it. John Wick, hands down, is one of the best things that he's done in his, in the latter part of his career. And I will not tolerate no John Wick slander. I will not tolerate that. Okay, what you're going to do, first of all, is watch the goddamn movie. Don't disrespect the film because you haven't seen it. That goes for you, Rico. I'm at your neck, okay? Because I didn't like the shit you said, okay? I didn't like that shit. I didn't like it. I took offense. I took it personally, all right? (laughs) I'm kidding. I love Rico, okay? But listen. John Wick is not just about him getting revenge for killing his dog. John Wick is complex. You have to watch it. It's layers to John Wick. It's not just the surface level. This ain't like Fast and Furious as much as they compared it to the franchise on a slighter level. It's not the same thing. It, it Fast and Furious has evolved into something massive over the years and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. It's kind of like watching a Michael Bay series. When you watch it in the beginning, it makes sense. But as his series grow they they have to get bigger and bigger the stunts have to get weirder and harder the trickery has to keep going the plots have to be massive in order for people to understand or care about the franchise it has to keep blowing minds every time they see it John Wick is not like that John Wick is fairly simplistic but plot wise it opens up as the movie franchise progresses okay so yes, it starts off where John Wick lost his wife due to an illness and in his grief and pain, somebody came and killed his dog and stole his car. They beat him up and they put a bat through his wife's car and cut the tires on her car. So John essentially redirected all that anger and grief at the people who essentially disrespected him and accosted him and caused him another grief in killing his dog. The dog came from his wife. His wife knew she was dying and she made sure that upon her death, he had something else that he could love because of his past It was difficult for John to open up and be open, but he was able to do that with his wife. His wife knew how hard it was for him to open up to people, and she knew that the dog would be a catalyst for him to channel his love into something else. The dog was a gift from his wife. They killed the dog. That reactivated John Wick back into his old ways, which he was an assassin. He killed people for a living. That was the premise of John Wick from the beginning, okay? 
when it starts to progress is when the story starts to open up. Even in the first film, you start, you see it start to open up from that point. So y'all gotta watch the movies first before you shit on the franchise. The franchise itself is not like John Wick is still an assassin, still avenging his dog. That has done. The last two films, they finished the avenging of his dog within the first movie. That was over and done with. Moving into the, the second John Wick and the third John Wick is when you open up the world of assassins that he used to be a part of and is now a part of. And this last one is about the continuation of the manhunt. So you have to keep watching the films in order to understand what is going on with John Wick. This is not like John Wick is, you know, he's it's years and they're still trying to find him. No, this is... Let's put it this way. The movies are done within years. But in the movie, inside the story of the movie, it's it's a span of two weeks. John Wick has literally been trying to keep himself alive for weeks. So you have to watch the film first um, in order to understand it. I love John Wick and I love movies like it because it just... It's not the typical action film, but it's realistic. It's not no over-the-top weird shit, but the shit is is dope. The fight scenes for it are amazing. The the gun battles are dope. When you see it, it's realistic. It's not acting like, you know, he's superhuman. He's pushing through pain and, and heartache and everything he can think of to keep fighting. But, like, it's some realistic takedowns, some realistic fight scenes, some realistic gunfights. Like, shit is getting real in John Wick. And I am i will not tolerate any John Wick slander in any way, shape, or form. That I'm not going to do. So, I had to come in and give y'all that little tidbit. If you haven't seen John Wick, please go see it. I got all three films. <laughs> I bought all three of them. Go and watch them because they are so much it's so much energy in those films it's so much high octane. and Keanu Reeves played his ass off in that movie you also have Ian McShane in there as the movie franchise progressed they had Halle Berry in there to which I don't give a fuck about Halle Berry but whatever um <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne is in the film um they had Ruby Rose in there Common was in the second one with Ruby Rose they had um Oh, who else did I see that was in there? There's a bunch of people in this movie that make cameos that have small parts and big parts, but they're all a part of the lore. They're all a part of this world that John Wick has now reignited and put himself back in. And now he's at the point where he is the target. So y'all got to watch the films. They are dope. They are not just about him avenging a dog please do not put that narrative out there because that is not true and y'all continue to listen to the podcast but I had to come out there and correct and rectify some shit because what you're not about to do is slander my John Wick that's 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 not that's not what you about to do today not on this glorious Tuesday no ma'am no sir <laughs> y'all continue to enjoy the podcast I'm I'm a, I'm I'm done ranting Y'all keep on. <laughs> watch. That looks awesome. It's like there's so. so much stuff that came out. Like 
we are like, I'm so happy about this. Um, one of my big things that I'm excited for, and it comes out next month is Sandman on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been looking at that. that movie for quite some time. They've been talking about it for at least a year and a half. And I was like, what is this about? Okay, so I never got the answer. Sandman is was a very pivotal comic that came out in like the late 80s, early 90s. Um, it was written by Neil Gaiman. I'm a big Neil Gaiman fan. I think sometimes he goes a little too extra, but like American Gods, I love American Gods. And um, still mad that they fucking canceled it. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I love Sandman. Sandman is very fucking trippy. So if like you're not into like trippy style, like surrealism, probably not the best for you um but it's still a great story it's um so salmon is dream and he's part of the endless which are like beings that created like when they were created before like humans were around and there's like seven of them there's destruction despair dream death desire um destiny why do I feel like I'm forgetting one? Shit. I'm going to get yelled at. But it's like they're all, like they're brothers and sisters. And basically what happens is that Dream gets captured for like over almost like 50 years. Shit gets fucked up. And he finally gets out and he's trying to reclaim his place as the king of dreams. And it's very cool because each of the endless have their own characters. And I, I'm so excited for death because she is so she's so cool like her thing is that she's very um she's upbeat and she you know because no one wants to see her right but she does this thing where like every like every hundred years or something like that like one day she spends her life as a human among the like among other people and she understands that human life should not be taken you know you shouldn't waste your life because you should you only get one chance at it um there was and it was very pivotal because they actually talked about the aids epidemic in that comic too which was kind of a big like taboo thing to talk about in the 80s but neil's like no fuck it this is what's going on i'm going to write about it um john constantine made an appearance in it constantine is fucking awesome and they actually did this thing which really caused a lot of chaos back then I forgot which book it was the end of, but they basically do like death dream and Constantine do like a safe sex PSA. And it's really cool how they do it because like Constantine, which is really weird. Cause if y'all read Constantine, that man sleeps with about anything that has a fucking heartbeat. So <laughs> he's, he's very open pansexual. He's so, he's so fucking cool. Um, and, uh, in it they talk about like how to use a condom properly at one point they had like a banana and death is like okay you gotta fucking do this and constantine's like do i really have to and she's like this is the thing that makes you nervous like she's just calling him out on his shit and they like teach you how to properly use a condom and this caused like a big thing back in the day because like comic books teaching about safe sex like yeah the you know kids aren't the only ones reading this it's so trippy and it's so Oh, I cannot wait. I'm going to fucking cosplay death. I cannot wait for this show. 
and Neil Gaiman is like producer on it because he's the way he is that's just his baby and it's, it's just gonna be so cool you have to go in there with like an open mind if you want to read the books it, it takes a while for you to get into the books because there's like a lot of mythology that they throw in there there's a lot of like god and lucifer and um demons and angels and it's it's really cool and he does it with a lot of like respect to different cultures and it's like whatever culture that the endless because the endless are seen as gods so whatever culture is praying to the endless they take the form of that culture so you know that's the different ideas for like the norse pantheon and the greek pantheon and the african gods and all that they take whatever form of the person who is praying to them if that makes sense and they're not perfect they fuck up like desire i fucking hate them <laughs> like i fucking hate desire so goddamn much and it's real cool because if you read um if you go back and read it like a lot of the characters that gaiman used to write with he based it on rock stars like lucifer is actually based on david bowie he looks so much like bowie um what's the other one Shit, i know i'm forgetting one not um not despair um oh there's one that's like fucking modeled after tori amos and the only thing that makes me sad is that for the longest time um when i read sandman i don't know how anyone else feels about this i always heard alan rickman's voice coming out of dream and it makes me sad that we never heard that. So that kind of bums me out a little bit, but I'm, 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 I'm cool. And then like the Netflix one, it looks like they're sticking really close to the books. Um, people are upset for two of the dumbest reasons fucking ever um, that it's jo Johanna Constantine. It's not John Constantine, it's Johanna Constantine. It's like his like descendant, which makes sense if you think about it in the normal timelines or whatever. Um, and then people are upset that the actress playing death is black. Always on that phone shit. And I'm just like, you know, if you ever read the book, like, cause they're, they're, all of them are super pale. They're super fucking pale, like white pale. And again, any kind of culture they interacted with they took you know they took the what the people look like and it's just like have y'all not read the book have y'all not actually read the fucking you know master plan literally <laughs> behind this Honestly, there ain't even no point to get upset about it it's it just comic literally. it's comic fans getting mad because they have nothing else to do with their lives i think no it's pretty much racism that's that's it's what it is that's what it's always gonna be but there's no reason to get upset about it they they think everybody should be white you know i actually had this um sorry i had this i saw this really great thing so they want to read they want to bring in the x-men right so people were talking about gambit which is one of my favorite x-men and like who should play him and i'm telling you i don't know who the fuck was putting him in that wolverine origin movie but he don't need to do that again because that was absolutely fucking horrible it really was it was so bad 
Gambit needs to be a Cajun. whore. That too. Because <laughs> Gambit's a man whore. Yeah. Notoriously. Nobody that I don't give a shit who we bucket. We don't, we don't. Why does that have to be a factor in the movie? Because playing a man whore d- d- requires a certain type of swagger. Huh. And Gambit had Gambit. that very specific type of swagger that Gambit you need to pull a- off. And the guy that they picked for Wolverine Origins just didn't have it. He didn't have the juice. I'm sorry. Like, Gambit. Step your cookies up next time, maybe. I, don't know. I never saw Wolverine Origins. I never watched that. Yeah. Well, you lucked out. Good job. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I'm not defending <laughs> the movie. I'm just trying to understand why he had to be a whore. Because I feel well, like he's talking no. about a lot of people. Okay. Man, man whoreness aside. Gambit is very charming and he knows how to he knows how to work a room he's a thief so you know he's got to know how to throw on the charm to get well, his ass out of situations like a charming con artist yeah yeah well we all know his one love is rogue and they did get married in the comic books and they're still together which we don't just want to see some sluts on the screen that's all that damn is. straight just an idiot <laughs> Well, you'll get it with She-Hawk. Like, she kind of... I mean, like, I don't know how they're going to do it because, again, it's on Disney+. Plus, So, you know, they have to... Well, no, they don't necessarily because they got... They have Logan. They'll just age-restricted because Logan, Logan, Deadpool, and something else are all on there. And then all of the Netflix, as is, is on... Netflix shows as is are yep. on Disney Plus. Yeah, did not know that. Yeah, yeah so, so they're they yeah, and then whenever they announce, and then the new and then the Deadpool when Deadpool three is going to be rated R. Yeah, and Marvel Zombies is rated mature. Yes, it is. Well, then they need to bring in Juggernaut. Yeah, Robert, yeah, like like Marvel Zombies is ready to mature, and that um that Daredevil series will probably be mature. And they said uh, there also they said I well no one said whatever, but one of the movies are probably going to be R. I thought um excuse me, that's not Deadpool. Um, people said they're leaning towards um. Either Blade or Thunderbolts. Please let it be Blade. Please. Uh. I fucking love Blade. That's one of my favorite movies. I got all of them except for the third one. I all like of them. The third one was uh, the third one was when we decided Triple H could not could not act. <laughs> he could not act <laughs> like I like they. I mean, he had lines, but he wasn't really. I didn't give a shit about Triple H being in the movie, to be honest with you. I have seen all of the other Blades, and I was like, this one comes out on my birthday. I'm fucking going to see it. And it had to be the shittiest one for me to mm-hmm. go paint to go see it. Well, apparently, that, that, that Blade, like Wesley Snipes, refused to come out of his uh, fucking dressing room unless it was a. Like, he was so high when he made Blade 3, he can't remember it. He said he didn't like the director. He had an issue with the director. So he would communicate with on post-it notes. Mm-hmm. He was doing petty nigga shit. I was like, oh, we on a petty king bullshit. Man, I'm looking oh. this up real quick because this is going to annoy the shit out of me. 
Hang on. Okay, so yeah, the endless are anthropomorphic. So they are destiny, death, dream, destruction, desire, despair, and delirium. And delirium's the one that's modeled after uh, Tori Amos. Because Neil Gaiman was Neil Gaiman apparently was dating her at the time, and it, it's just it's Sandman is very cool, and it was like Neil Gaiman was really pushing boundaries with this because at the time when it came out, nothing like this had ever came out before. So this is why I'm I'm very very and I just chased somebody off with my with my fucking Sandman talk, but I'm I'm excited about it. Like, oh. I'm, but yeah, Gambit, Gambit needs to be charming. Like comic book fans, we are gonna we're gonna have a good couple of years coming up here, hopefully. It's gonna be. I mean, I I like you said, like 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 the cold day. I watch what I want to watch, and um, they can come out with as much of they as they want. But I have to be interested in it to watch it. Like I haven't watched the Eternals, and it came out. And I think it's on Disney Plus, and I'm. I'm not obligated to watch that. I heard you really. The only reason, okay. So, can I spoil it? Because I didn't watch it, but I know what happened to like the end credits and shit that could actually lead into She-Hulk. I don't give a shit. I'm, so, I'm still not gonna watch it. Um. So at the end, like the end credit for Eternals, there's an Eternal that shows up. His name is Star Fox. <laughs> Like the video game? Well, he came out before the video game. <laughs> but he's, he's also known as Eros. And uh, basically, he can, he gives off this, uh, basically, what's the best way of saying this? Um, he's basically a walking date rape drug. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's the okay, best you're gonna have to of. elaborate. You're gonna have to elaborate a little bit. Okay, let oh. me let me let me look this guy up real quick. Okay, internals. I'm I'm like that might be a little dangerous of a character to have. So, you know, given the me twos and the speaking outs and shit. I don't think that's smart. But well, you know, well, what I can tell you is that this is he's Thanos's brother. Oh well, he's Thanos's younger brother. And he's played by Harry Styles. Excuse me? Yeah, Harry Styles. That's who played him in the after credit thing for Eternals. So I'm trying to pull up exactly what his power is. So hang on. Harry Styles act? I don't know. I didn't watch fucking Eternals. (laughs) I I don't really like Harry Styles like that. I don't understand the hype behind him, but okay. Neither do I, but I guess because he's not directly okay. So his powers are, uh, of course, you know he's an eternal, so superhuman strength, durability, speed, agility, stamina, reflexes, uh, gifted intellect. Hold on. Ooh, so it's smart. Okay. Yeah, hang on. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to get his exact powers so none of the fanboys come for me for saying that but that does get his ass in trouble a couple times so oh, hang on let me see here uh yeah i saw that 
unless they retconned it, they may have retconned it. Um, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Cosmic. Cosmic. exactly like the comic. Control. Oh, oh, so one, his, his exact power is called pleasure stimulation. <laughs> Damn, and you walk in the room and just make your coochie throb. Star, <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm actually reading. Star Fox possesses the seismic ability to stimulate the pleasure centers of the brains of people within 25 feet of him. This power, okay. which, this power, which emanates from him at all times, causes motherfucker. I was reading that. Why did you have to do that refresh shit? Ugh. Okay. Uh, superhuman strength, agility, durability, durability, longevity, flight, and psychic control over the emotions of others. Yeah. Uh, causes other beings to feel good around him by concentrating. He can magnify these provoking such extreme pleasurable sensations that a person becomes highly aroused euphoric or totally sedated as the cause may be when using at full magnitude he was able to render a captured hydra agent to completely enamor to be completely enamored with him for a month if not years despite having a wife in addition he has demonstrated abilities and the ability to generate a mental bond between two people Recently, be seen that Star Fox can combine its abilities to simulate pleasure centers with its control of cosmic energy, recharging it with a strange, prob- probably pink energy, which causes similar effects to those of its pleasure simulation when people enter contact with this energy. Oh, okay. So- okay, so like I said, he walks in the room and your coochie throb. Yes. <laughs> Uh, there well, was... it's a little bit beyond that. It's a mental stimulation thing, as long and a body. It's everything. He he has. It's kind of like well, I get why now why they picked Harry Styles for that because all these little hoes be running around here, running after him. Me personally, I can give less than two shits about his little bony ass, but I understand now why they picked him. There and the reason I mentioned him and She-Hawk because there were a couple issues in a She-Hawk run where um people took Star Fox to court about his pleasures about his pleasures for 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 the R word he um he kinda okay. And he tried that shit on She-Hawk, but with her being gamma radiation, it didn't affect her. Mm. And when she found out he was trying to do it, and this was after the court trial. I got to find the actual thing on it, but I do remember this. After the court trial, he tried to use it on her, and Jennifer Walters is not a dumb bitch. And she realized what he was trying to do. She beat the holy hell out of him. It says he was a cosmic subspecies of humanity chose to depart Earth after his brother Zorus became the Eternal's leader. Alar's journeys to the Saturn moon Titan were a band of exiled Eternals who had slaughtered each other. Marrying the only survivor, Susan, Alar's and his wife transformed Titan into a paradise that they populate with their children and others genetically engineered. 
As Titan's ruler, Alars creates Isaac, a computer which services all of the Titan's technological needs. Their youngest son, Eros, is born with the ability to stimulate pleasure in others. The power has no effect on his mutant brother, Thanos, who was born with the deviant syndrome, physically repulsive to his fellows. Thanos grows up to worship the cosmic embodiment of death and conducts morbid experiments to, 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 on several titans. Bivisecting Susan and slaying several other Eternals, Thanos flees Titan upon discovery. Unlike his brother, Eros loves life, often visiting other systems for adventure and romance, including where he is, Earth, where he is remembered in legend. So he hopes. Yeah. Okay, well, Rico, that's right up your alley, baby. Exactly. <laughs> we love whores over here. See? There you go. And I feel like that's a great way to end this. <laughs> yeah, there's like a so the the issue is She-Hawk Volume 2, number seven. Um, you can look it up online, but at one point She-Hawk asked Eros if she ever uses his powers on her. Apparently it's uh said that they have had intimate relations with each other and oh, when relations. she and when she finds out that her like something happens where he like apparently he tried to do it but like something with her gamma her gamma radiation wouldn't allow it and when she found out that especially you know this is because she's just been his lawyer trying to get him off of this rap she like beats the holy hell out of him and then kicks him in the groin for like good measure. And I'm like, all right, Jennifer, like, all right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's, he's, um, I guess you can say he's an acquired taste and there's a reason why Marvel doesn't use him a whole lot. So yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like they, they know how to do it and they're going to do it right. So we can only hope. Hmm. we're gonna go it's 2 a.m and i'm sleepy and i feel like nicole probably sleeps no i'm i'm awake i'm just really tired all right oh, me too so we're gonna go i'll do the outro and post because i don't feel like doing it so back bye y'all peace up bye. oh my god okay ladies and gents the nerd quarter corner is done for the week thank you guys so much for listening we might have another nerd corner coming out this week and a roast session we got a lot of stuff coming out i want to make sure that we putting out quality content every single week we're going to try to keep the schedule up as much as possible don't forget to follow us on our social media at down for the count 19 on twitter and at d4tc underscore podcast the girls do a very good job at live tweeting most of the shows and pay-per-views so be sure to follow us on our twitter you'll get some hidden gems over there and i try very hard to keep up with all of the news and information on our instagram as quickly as i can post it as quickly as i can verify it i try very hard to verify the information before we put it out there um sometimes it's true sometimes it isn't so i'm hesitant to put things out on instagram that aren't true or before i can get all the information i will not post things so just know that our instagram is a little barren because i'm hesitant to post things over there without actual facts backing the information but 
we do our best to make sure the information that we talk about is at least known that it is a rumor or that there isn't much info backing the information here, especially. And we do that as well on our Twitter and our Instagram. So that's a plus, you know, that's a good thing. With all that being said, make sure you guys rate us on whatever app you listen to our podcast on, whether it be Google Play, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or even with Anchor or Spotify, we just need you guys to rate us. That helps boost the algorithm for us and that gets our podcast out there for more people to hear. We appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so much for listening. We cannot wait to continue putting out more content. There's more stuff coming down the pike. We got to do some more. What had happened was I might do another Rivals episode in a couple weeks. We got some more Nerd Corner stuff to cover because there's always shit happening in the entertainment industry, whether it be music, TV, movies, or what have you. There is always something going on, and we like the nice little break and reprieve we get from wrestling. So, and of course, the wrestling renaissance is in full effect And this past Monday was proof of it. With all that being said, I can't wait to see where things are headed in terms of entertainment. And our podcast is going places because we're going to make sure you guys get it all. All right. With all that being said, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.